Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, February 8th, 2024. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Eddie A. Jr. Joining me is the LaCroix Poppy, Tim Mulligan Gettys. So excited. Yeah? A Knuckles trailer dropped. It and did. we're going to react to it live on this show. Ridiculous. And I, I like, just be, feel lucky that I didn't, re- I didn't watch it already. Yeah. Because it was the first thing I saw when I woke up, and there was a voice in the back of my head that I was like, you're gonna have to wait, wait until work to watch this. Good. But also, I was like, I'm not open Slack. I'm not seeing any messages. You like, don't know the rules. Yeah, <laughs> technically, nobody's told me that I don't need to watch this trailer. So I got very close, but I didn't. Good. I'm yeah. very excited to watch it with you. Let me tell you, I, as we were starting the show, I tabbed over to Twitter because I was gonna make a reference to Tekken because I've been playing a lot of Tekken uh, recently, um, and I have a video that I tweeted out uh, last night. Yeah, last night about Tekken. But <laughs> as soon as I switched over to Twitter, uh, the first tweet that pops up is from Jeff Grubb. Where he says, "Remember Foam Stars." And I wanted to be like, oh, it's not out yet. No, that game came out. Oh, yeah. Two days ago. February 6th. Why is anybody talking about it? I mean, that's not the hype of game, right? Like, I feel like... A multiplayer game? No. On PlayStation Plus. We'll see. I I feel like it's the type of game that, like, if it really finds a base, we'll know about that next month. When people are, oh, people are playing Foam Stars. I feel like it's it's more of like a word of mouth thing. People seem to like it. The boys had fun playing it. For more, more people are just stuff. talking about the Xbox stuff, you know? That is true. There are There's other conversations like a lot of news dominating happening. things. It's hard to talk about games, you know? <laughs> Somebody said, blessing guys in a sponsor. I, listen, I'm here to keep it real, all right? And I just, I'm just, I'm shocked I've not heard more people talk about Foam Stars. I think, not shocked, I guess, is the thing. I think more so just like, I would have assumed that it would have like stayed around longer in terms of like Twitter conversation, like about just new games coming out. But I guess that's the thing is, yeah, Xbox is dominant. I mean, yeah, to Bear's point, there's a lot going on. There's a on. lot to talk like, about. Whether it's Nintendo rumors, Xbox, everything going on. And then on top of that, we just had Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. We got Skull and Bones in a couple days. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, also Tekken 8. Everyone's talking about Tekken 8. So I wanted no, to- you know what everyone is doing about Tekken 8? What's that? These fucking mods. And they're killing me. No, they're not mods. They're in-game customization. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. The costumes. The costumes, but the edits people are making. Where it's like, they, I saw one of Cisco. Oh, and yeah. And Song's playing, and, and a very Cisco-looking dude is just beating people's ass. And it brings me so much joy. Who did I see? I saw somebody. I saw a, a Leon yesterday. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody share. <laughs> they took the character Reyna and dressed her up as Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, that too. Great. I saw somebody do... Um, uh, Android 16 from uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, facing off against Super Saiyan God Goku. <laughs> like, a lot of the customizations are great. Here's where I'm at with Tekken 8. I have hit the point where I care too much about this game. Mm-hmm. I am playing ranked. I am so close to... It's called Garyu rank. It's the start of, like, the red ranks, because, like, each group of, grouping of ranks have a different color associated to them. So, like, right now, I think I'm in the yellow ranks, and I'm about to hit red. I keep almost getting to Garyu rank and just some bullshit happens. And then, like, I get into a losing string of matches. Oh, no. And I get, Salty like, blast down. is coming. I, it, it's, I get in my own head. Because the same thing happened with FIFA when I was hooked on FIFA in the beginning of last year. Where I was too in it. I got too in my head. And I will just lose games because I'm overthinking things. Yeah. Here, I this is a match 
where I was so fucking close to getting Garu. I was probably like two matches away from getting Garu. I am about to uh, 3-0 this guy, and he disconnects from the game when I'm fucking two oh, hits from killing him. No. When I tell you, I, I, I don't rage while playing video games. I'm not a mad person. I don't think I'm a mad, angry person. I When I tell you, I gripped my controller so fucking hard. Do you have your guy. microphone recording of you for this? <laughs> I would love oh, to hear no. you, the sounds that you make. I, I love don't... that you getting really mad is you just holding your controller <laughs> a little bit harder. <laughs> I see. I like silently that fucking That is how like, like not mad you are. You know? Yeah, because I think my microphone was on, but it didn't capture anything. Because I didn't say anything. Yeah. I think I was just like seething. Just silently seething. Should I go over to a video where someone, oh, oh this is just like an image. Gotcha. Yeah. I, that's I was going Mitchell. over to a post where someone actually made Garu. So wow. if you if you enhance that post in yes. that ranking thing, right? Um, like where it shows like where you are in the rank, there's an, the, it shows your friends sometimes. Like if you're about to pass up your, on your friend, that's me. Yeah. That's my name right there. <laughs> yeah. You're so close. Like Dang. so fucking close to Garu. Dang, Gotta dude. keep getting so close. And then I lose once and then I lose like five matches you in a row. Gotta get Garu, dude. Ah, Yo, this burns. sounds like, this sounds like a stream. It does. It sounds like it these. Really no, because does. what's going to happen is on stream, I think I get even more in my head. Got it. Yeah, okay. And oh, then and it's going to send me down a yeah, path where yeah. I'm going to go like five <laughs> five rings down somehow. But yeah, that's a fun game. I'm rooting for you though, man. I don't understand how people like get to like the peak of competitive gaming because like you're going to lose a lot. And if I care that much yeah. and I get mad, I like Ooh. I can't imagine being like an Alfredo who's out here killing cats. And there's more on the line because he's out here like doing competitive gaming. I'm sure he's he's like competing for money and shit. I would fucking lose it <laughs> if yeah. I if I trained that hard and I worked that hard, and then I lost in the finals. Oh my God, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all keep yeah, it together well. Doing the damn thing out there. Oh man, enough about that. To watch. Maybe I should pick up phone stars. Today's stories include Disney invests in Epic, a Knuckles trailer has dropped, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about live on YouTube, Twitch, and podcast services around the globe. If you love what we do, please support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free, watch us record them live, and get a daily exclusive show. For a chance to be a part of the show, submit your thoughts and opinions as YouTube Super Chats as we go. Housekeeping for you. P.S. I love you. XOXO is happening live for everyone at 4 p.m. Pacific right after this stream. Uh, it'll Or not after this, right after today's stream. Uh, it'll be our Helldivers impressions uh, right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, two new drops on the merch store are happening. Uh, kind of Funny Broadcast and the Cozy Collection are available for the next two weeks on the Kind of Funny.com slash store. Grab them while you can. Uh, awesome. These look awesome, yeah. Dude, honestly, the, the cozy stuff, I can't wait for mine. Nick keeps wearing it. I'm very jealous. It's actually embroidered. Always a big fan of that. Ooh, I'm pretty sure, right? I think Nick must be I wearing so. it today. Yeah. Here's my beef, right? I think it's the only thing he's worn for the last week. Can I tell? <laughs> <laughs> so it is that cozy. When I tell you that when I first clicked into the store, uh, like, like not even, I think when we shared it on Slack, actually, like, you know, Joey will share them to like show people what they look like and like be like, oh, what sizes do you want if we're going to get them? Um, I saw Andy's picture and I was like, oh, we're selling a Nitro Rifle sweatshirt. I was so fucking confused. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know we're doing that now. Good for, for, good for Andy. But um, uh, what was the other? Oh, the other thing is uh, bear, bring up the, the, the site back up. Because I love that we have like, you know, Nick modeling, Andy modeling. We got Leanza all rocking the, 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 the uh, merch. But then you scroll down. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm right here. Why'd you get? Why'd you get this generic? Like, I assume that I, I listen. I, I assume this isn't somebody we know. I assume this is just from the internet. 
It's Black History Month, Tim. Who is this man? I work here. I'm right here. <laughs> and yes, skipped over me. I know the real answer is because we didn't have the right sizes. <laughs> but like when I first saw this, I was like, who the fuck? What are we doing? Who is this guy? Who is that guy? Uh, KindOfFunny.com slash store. <laughs> More housekeeping for you. KFAF is coming back on February 9th for part two of our anniversary stream. The Photoshop challenges theme is the future. <laughs> Tweet your photoshops at KindOfFunnyVids with hashtag KFAF to join in on the fun. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers. Really quick, uh, just to loop back to the Helldivers thing. The uh, idea here today is that we're, we're doing games daily. Uh, then the boys are going to play some uh, Call of Duty for showing off some NVIDIA uh, stuff, enhancements. And then afterwards, we're going to be streaming uh, Helldivers after Call of Duty. And uh, Greg's going to be on there playing Helldivers, uh, accumulating his thoughts. And then that stream will go right into uh, PS I Love You. Just so we're going to be essentially kind of live all day. So uh, hang out with us. It'll be a Hell fun time. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers. Carl Jacobs, Streaking Ain't Easy, and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by the new Kind of Funny merch. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. Who is that guy? Who is that man? I've never seen that person in this office one time. Motherfucker's real. Story number one. Disney invests $1.5 billion in Epic. I'm reading from Andrew Webster at The Verge. Disney and Fortnite maker Epic Games are teaming up to build what's being described as an expansive and open games and entertainment universe. As part of the announcement, Disney revealed that it is investing $1.5 billion in an equity stake in Epic. Details on what this metaverse-like project will look like are sparse, but here's how Disney explains it. Quote, in addition to being world-class games, uh, in addition to being a world-class games experience and interoperating with Fortnite, the new persistent universe will offer a multitude of opportunities for consumers to play, watch, shop, and engage with content, characters, and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. Players, gamers, and fans will be able to create their own stories and experiences, express their fandom in a distinctly Disney way, and share content with each other in ways that they love. This will all be powered by Unreal Engine, end quote. That sounds a lot like Epic's recent collaboration with Lego. Uh, in 2022, Epic received a $2 billion investment, which was split between Sony and Kirkby, uh, an investment company helmed by the family behind Lego, which resulted in the launch of the survival game Lego Fortnite earlier this year. Tim, some big money being thrown around Money here. moves for sure. I'm sure John Drake's involved in this. I don't know to what extent, mm -hmm. but I'm going to only give him full credit for all the good things and no credit for any bad that might come from this. Fair enough. Uh, this is wild, and especially Barrett. Actually, if you could pause on that that shot, uh, like two seconds ago, where we kind of just see this giant, all the islands. This uh, is insane. This this very Disneyland esque uh, scenario here, where there's like the the hub castle in the center with a bunch of just worlds around it. And uh, if you hit play a little bit more for that top left one to get a little less cloudy here, like you kind of see there's like an island that looks like a city and there's like a marvel tower lucasfilm espn uh pixar like it's like all the different properties disney owns which is wild Whoa. yeah i um, see uh the the ships from lilo and stitch that's pretty cool yeah like a lot of representation going on for like a lot of the different types of um you know things that see lizzie mcguire's house <laughs> it's just chilling <laughs> there um that that disney owns we got the nightmare before christmas little uh hill there uh the, on the bottom one at the top of the bottom one um anyway mm. so much stuff here right 
And even in this trailer, you see all the logos flash and like what they're trying to sell here. And it's weird because it's like, this is a, it, on one hand, incredibly clear about what it is. But on the other hand, there's that level of like, but what is it? <laughs> like, what's yeah. this actually going to result in? And I feel like if it were any other companies besides Disney and Epic and Fortnite, it would be like, okay, but really, what is this metaverse, whatever. But it's like, well, they already, their metaverse exists. It's real. It's happening now. And you can totally understand how this is going to apply into that. And it's really interesting looking at Disney games and Disney's history with video games, right? Where they have been synonymous with games from the beginning. Like there's mm -hmm. so many classic games uh, back dating to the NES, Game Boy, Genesis, like all of it, right? And when you when you start looking at, you know, Star Wars not being Disney for so long, but now very much is, Marvel very much is, mm -hmm. and um, just everything that they've been trying to do and I think very successfully doing on the Marvel game side of finding the right teams for the right projects and all that. This is kind of like, all right, cool. Beyond that, though, we have access to more of the, the most valuable IPs than any other company in the world. And Fortnite is this thing that can take advantage of that. And even beyond Fortnite, just as a core thing, the idea of Fortnite, Fortnite, Lego, Fortnite, Pat rock Chaser, band, <laughs> rock band and like literally Fortnite name a video game. Yeah. I, that's the thing that very much interests me about where this is going to go. Right. Cause the article mentions the Lego Fortnite thing coming from the investment. And that was $2 billion coming from Kirkby and split, split with Sony. And I wonder if that is the route we're going to take it, right? Where a year from now or a couple years from now, we see Disney Fortnite launches and like what kind of game is that? Or is it is it a thing where every Disney IP has characters that are represented as skins in Fortnite or costumes or whatever? Um, I think this could go plenty of ways. I, I think where I'm at so far with Fortnite's collaborations with Lego and what we've seen with the, the um, fe festival, Fortnite festival, Rocket Racers and Rocket Racers. I like the ideas there. I'm not completely impressed yet with like the implementation, like the execution. I, when we talk about like things kind of coming and going, right? Like we joked about Fulham Stars a little bit earlier, but I've not really heard people talk about Rocket Racing since the launch of Rocket Racing. I'm, I definitely have. And I, yeah. but again, it's just like, like following Sancho West, I feel like just gets a lot of that stuff on my feed. And it seems like there are millions of people playing, but I'm seeing clips a lot. Like I feel like there mm. is a community of people that are like, taking that shit seriously yeah festival seems to have fallen off a bit but then they announced that that peripheral is coming so will that kind of give a a boost to it all i mean that's like a wait and see kind of thing but i do wonder if this method of taking things and putting them within fortnite is going to cut down on the potential of people just finding it if these things launched as their own and felt even more fully fleshed out because i think my complaint currently with the stuff that we've seen so far is that some of it doesn't feel fully fleshed out like i play rocket racing and i enjoy rocket racing for what it is and what it is is like a you know, another extension of what is within Fortnite. But if Rocket Racing was like its own app, its own game, its own thing, I don't know if I'm coming back to it as often. Like already within Fortnite, I'm like, all right, cool. Like I got my time out of it. I played it for probably about like 10 hours or so and I and I enjoyed it. Same with Fortnite Festival where I hopped in, I played for a few days and then I was like, all right, cool. Like I just got my my quick rock band experience out of this. I don't, I, I feel like they're not, uh, the, the things we've gotten so far aren't necessarily being developed as like, fully fledged let's curate this as if it's its own thing the one thing i would say is that so far it's probably for, uh lego fortnite and even that i'm 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 surprised that that i it that one's a hit like when it first launched it was getting comparable numbers to fortnite battle royale which is extremely impressive but even that like i would have thought would have only grown in popularity and only grown in terms of but conversation I, around it i think it did in terms of popularity i just feel like the conversation's not there but like we 
I, I don't know how to look right now, but I'd be That's interested true. to look. I, I feel like I do continuously see people that when they're playing, the number is still wild. And like these games have only been in there since what early December, first week of December. Mm-hmm. So like, I do think that these are, this is the, the infancy stage of projects that they're going to build on that. Yeah. That might be very feature light currently, but like, I imagine within a couple of years, similar to Fortnite, when you look at how much that has grown, like, I think that they're investing these things and it seems like in the right ways so far, um so yeah i don't know it's it is going to be interesting to see how they all shake out but i i think it's brilliant how they're handling this of having the install base that they have and being able to introduce them to different games that i think would have just died on the vine if they had been released as standalone skews but putting it as part of this all of a sudden people are playing a racing game or Mm -hmm. a, a guitar hero yeah i my my other thing with this too is also you know i with fortnite we look at Fortnite as like this thing that is now associated with crossover. It's associated with IPs. It's associated with getting skins from different things, right? And allowing people to cosplay as Goku or Spider-Man or Superman or do do all these things. I my other thing with this being a Disney collaboration is how are you going to take that to the next level, right? Like, is it just going to be oh yeah, like we have Mickey Mouse and friends and like all your favorite Disney things within this now that you can do? If it is, I don't like. I guess for me, as somebody who plays Fortnite sometimes. That's not something that that brings me back necessarily. Like I, I got excited for Snake because I'm a nerd that likes Snake, right? I uh, Peter Griffin because that was a weird, like, funny thing. I don't know if like a, I feel like Fortnite in terms of the hype of a crossover collaboration thing. I don't know if I get excited about that anymore. Like I don't know if that's a thing that hits as hard as it did in 2020. In 2020, I think that that stuff is the the most surface level of it of the yeah. characters being there and, and all that because most of them are already there to some extent, like at least the exciting ones. Then you kind of can get a little bit more niche and specialty with, with uh, like some deeper cuts that will excite the the right crowds. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. let's get the fucking hocus pocus people in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's get like rouse some uh, certain people up. Um, but I feel like it's more about the potential for the like, not just seamless, but like more uh, purposeful integrations of they always do like trailer drops, mm-hmm. you know, or like the music festivals or like making Fortnite a metaverse like making a, a destination that people can hang out in and not just play the game but like also do other things like i think that is where we're probably going to see the most of this kind of like shine and i know that that could sound dystopian and that a lot of people don't like that but also i think that a lot of people want that i yeah. think that the kids I'm, that are hanging out that's interesting that's the thing is i'm definitely in the crowd of not that i don't want that i'm just looking for the hype of it like what is the excitement there because yeah like i think for the both sides of what i'm talking about here right like when we talk about implementation i have to i look at lego fortnite i look at these things that you've done already when i look at the ip right i look at again the things that you've done already and for disney to be investing 1.5 billion dollars into fortnite and epic right like what does that look like by the end of this year when you finally announce everything and show it off show off what it looks like and is that a thing that gets people hype like is like uh, is a yeah debuting your movie trailer is that something that is still going to hit in Fortnite when we've seen it done before. Like, what is the new thing that you're going to do with this quote-unquote metaverse that's going to make it a worthwhile thing? I think it's building out a Disneyland. Like, I think that it's, like, not just, like, a, oh, the, like, tenant trailer, there's a one-off event. I think it's more, like, creating a cadence of, oh, a new trailer dropped. I'm going to watch it with my friends in Fortnite. And mm-hmm. that's just us using the trailer uh, thing. But, like, yeah. watch movies. You know what I mean? Like, think about... Amazon Prime has uh, the feature, the watch party feature, where it's like if you have, like, if you're streaming on Twitch, because Twitch and Amazon are owned, it's like you can watch Amazon stuff with people. Those types of integrations and partnerships, that's the type of stuff that I think that this could, like, really 
transform things because they have the metaverse that's working, which is Fortnite, mm. and they have the IP and property that people want, which is Disney. What's up, Barrett? Uh, another aspect that I was thinking of that uh, Opponus Prime, I don't know how to actually say your name in Twitch, but uh, they bring up is like the vibes I get from this is as well as like this is kind of what they wanted the full potential of like Disney Infinity to be. But like that was, you know, a very different team, a very different game, very different landscape, also Toys to Life and all that stuff. Whereas like I, they just want you to live Disney in a video game. Um and I think there's there'll probably be a bit of that too. Like, yeah, it's not going to get you and me blessed probably to like really check it out in like a significant way. But I'm thinking of like all the the Disney adults, uh, especially with like Fortnite being a uh, like a it's a free download, right? So yeah. it's like <clears throat> who'd be like, oh, like I want to check out like this Disney world inside a game that I can download for free and maybe play like a a very small type of like story mode for like a movie or whatever. Um, I, that's the vibe I get from it is like, they're, yeah. they're finally looking at like, Oh, the, the thing that we tried with Disney infinity, we could really get, uh, get people in with Fortnite. That's already got this huge, uh, kind of player base. And I think, I think that makes sense. And I think that's what they're going for. My one thing still is I think the content, needs to hit right like if you're going to go for the disney infinity thing i think you just got to go beyond uh, uh ip and like fortnite so far for what it, for what it's been they've done such a good job of i don't want to say they're coasting off of ip i don't want to say they're coasting off of collaborations because the gameplay of fortnite is fun the events are fun right but a lot of those events are thanos is here and we're all teaming up together with fred flintstone and and uh peter from family guy and we're gonna fight uh like thanos or whatever the big villain is I think if you're going to do a Disney Infinity type thing and you're going to launch that within Fortnite, like the content has to hit or else you lose people. Like, I think that's what's cool about the way Disney's been doing things currently in terms of their games output. It is. It is. All right. Let's go to Dalala Studios and uh, and put out the um, what's that game Illusion called? Island. Disney Illusion Island. Right. Or let's go to uh, Insomniac and put out a Spider-Man video game or let's go to, uh, you know, the probably the classic example hey what if we made this kingdom hearts game but it's basically final fantasy cross disney and that's what that's one that you could look at as oh that's a game where they really maximized ip and went let's take all these things that people know and put it in a video game and make them all cross over but kingdom hearts like it or not has content right like there are things about kingdom hearts that people gravitate gravitate to in, ter in terms of story character writing and all this stuff i think for fortnite like I if, if you're going to expand in this way, like I, I and if you're going to make a Disneyland, there has to be more to it than a land full of just Disney things in there. And that's the thing I that's the thing I'm I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I guess that, that's where I think I might not agree with you. I feel like that I I don't think that this deal at all gets in the way of the Illusion Islands or the the Kingdom Hearts crossover potential and all that stuff. Yeah. Those games are all going to still happen. I feel like this is more going back to what we were talking about earlier about like the uh, Rocket Racing or Lego Fortnite or the Fortnite Festival where it's like. I, those games like coming out by themselves as their own thing wouldn't do as well as just being a part of Fortnite because there's this built-in ecosystem for it. I feel like those type of experiences, smaller things that are a bit more like, yeah, like it's not going to work as it's full title, but it could work mm -hmm. here. And like there's a built-in audience that is going to be there for it. But also Fortnite, again, is the proven metaverse. Like this stuff's already there. I don't think they need to have crazy game content. They just need to put Disney stuff in the Fortnite experiences people are already enjoying because they're already enjoying it like it's already a proven thing that's going well like i don't think it needs to be a revolution i just think it needs to be a more seamless integration of what we've already seen in the past but now they're actual partners so we're going to see more and better of it What's and, up, and to go back to what you were saying tim of like they're, they're essentially at least 
what they're showing in this trailer, question mark, question mark, of what this actually looks like. Just putting a Disney World in a game, like, put that into real life, right? Like, you know, you go to Disneyland, it's a magical experience and stuff, but it's not as deep as some of the things that, like, the park is based off of, right? So I think that's, it's just going to be that in a video game equivalent. Yeah. Um. So. I'm just not sold on that in a video game equivalent, right? But, like, uh, uh, go yeah. for it. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I think for me, like, with Disneyland, at least, like, I have, like, fun rides, right? Like, I have mm. the ending in a Jones thing, right? And I'm, like, yeah. having a blast with the actual content that's in uh, uh, Disneyland. Like, I look, if you can bring up the island <laughs> again that they show with all the different worlds. Like, I look at the at the ESPN land, and I'm, like, what the fuck am I doing at ESPN? <laughs> like, what is going to be there that's going to make you're gonna me You're going to hang out with Andy Cortez. No, but real talk, though, right? Like, that's, that's the thing is, like, what you're going to do is hang out with your friends and watch sports. You know, like, or, am or, I like you I, might not, but like that, but who's going to do that? Like a lot of people. Yeah. I don't believe that. I mean, I, they're I, doing it now. Like they're, they're, this is already happening. It's just now it'll be happening with more support on a consistent basis from the most like popular IP owner in the world. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I, I feel like, like well, you're gonna, not going to see me in here, but like that's fine. I think there is an audience. For well, like three out of three of us in this room aren't going to go to ESPN Land and watch. Like I don't think. Yeah, but three out of three of us don't play Fortnite. I mean, play, I mean, yeah, I mean, all the time, right? But like, like, if I go to Andy Cortez or even Snowbike Mike, who plays these type of games all the time, but also watches a lot of sports, like Mike isn't going to like go to ESPN Land for like maybe more than he one. He would try stream. to get Andy know, to man. go to ESPN Land, and then Andy <laughs> wouldn't do it, and then Mike would never talk about it again. Yeah, I'm just curious. I know I'm like, I mean, there's a lot of speculation, right? Like, yeah. I don't think it's just gonna be. I'm. I, I. I think they're gonna have like fun, like maybe island shit like that. I think if they're gonna do this right, they're gonna have stuff that's beyond that as well. And I know we all probably assume that. Uh, assume that at the same time. But to the Disney Infinity thing, like if I'm going pure speculation, if you can take me to Speculation Station, Barrett. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, I've been saying it. This game, Power World, is taking over the real world. How many players? Over 10 million? Like a, like a fuckload of players playing that fuck video game? Players, yeah. You know who's excellent at taking ideas? And I know Power World took an idea from another thing, but stick with me. You know who's excellent at taking ideas that get extremely popular and putting them in their own thing Apple? and making those extremely popular? Apple and also Epic with Fortnite. And listen, if you're going to do a Disney Infinity type thing, I think you look at Power World and go, all right, how do we make a sandbox thing where people, and I know that the really you're looking at Pokemon, but still stick with me off of the success of Power World. How do we make a sandbox thing where you catch a bunch of Disney inspired characters and like own them and collect them and do something like that? See, Here's the thing, though. Like what's interesting about you bringing that up is I feel like Fortnite already is Disney Infinity, but working. Mm -hmm. Just a collection of things, a place to hang out and have fun, especially now with like the, the and build. without the toys to life aspect that like makes it the, over bloated and exactly uh, like all that stuff. See, I'm not even including toys to life. Like I think actual Disney Infinity is dead. I don't think we're ever gonna get something yeah. like that again. No, yeah, so, like yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah. already there. Like I think looking at this trailer, it's like even the, all the shit that we saw that's already in Fortnite. It's like yeah, we're the dream. We're we're living it now. For yeah. whoever is dreaming that. Um, but like things like Lorcana, which is their card game. You know, I yeah. could see them putting out a digital version of that game. That is like real hot right now. People are real into this stuff in this. Mm. And people would sit there and fucking play it. How they're playing it? I don't know. You ain't gonna catch me doing this, probably. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna see you in a couple of years playing Lorcana like a like a little freak in there, Timmy. Yeah. Uh we do have John T. Drake in the chat who said you'll Ooh. be in there. I assume that he was talking about us being at ESPN, ESPN land. land. So I guess we have to go. John, we John Drake go. has spoken. Listen, go. if there I, I just need if well, listen, if they put if they play the World Cup, like the next World Cup <laughs> in ESPN land, I will be there. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. I'm real talk. I'll though. be there with my Mickey Mouse and my fucking goofy that I caught, like my my shiny goofy that I caught.
This, that's, what that's what we're driving towards. I, what I don't know, because uh, I'm not a sports guy, but I need to look more into this because I'm very interested. Like a couple days ago, they announced that like all the sports channels are like going to put out a streaming app together. Like they're all partnering, like Fox and and uh, Disney or um, ESPN and other people are like partnering for like some sports app. <laughs> so like I'm really interested in like the ramifications of that of like what that huh. is going to result in for things like this potentially. Like does that mean even more access yeah. for ESPN or less? I don't know, but interesting. Anyway, I want to bring in uh, some super chats here. Uh David N uh, writes in and says, "I'm picturing a Disney World type map. Uh they run they that oh, that you run around, they misspelled it. That you run around and all the rides are various games themed around the IP you load into." Um, and then somebody says, uh, Soar for Fortnite, he'll get a victory royale with the power of friendship and also an AK-47 he found. Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. Tim? Uh, oh, really, what's up, Barry? Really quick. It's something that, like, has been going around and I do kind of want to bring up because uh, just in the, the uh, kind of the era of the industry that we are in, something that um, was kind of reminded me uh, is that, you know, Epic laid off 16% of its workforce uh, last year. We don't know when this deal has been going through, but, you know, there was, like, probably an idea of, like, uh, this huge investment uh, going into this company when they laid people off uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> back in September, and that was after uh, the CEO uh, mocked other companies about uh, laying people off and all that stuff. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't really have a huge point to it. It just, it just kind of sucks to, like, hear sucks. it in that framework. Um, and, again... Uh, look into collective action with uh, your your current uh, or your fellow employees um, to to protect yourselves, uh, especially when companies like this get huge investments, um, but are still laying people off because of the headwinds of the industry. Yeah. Oh, we'll we'll talk about that later. For now, let's talk about some happy news. Story number two: Tim, a new Knuckles trailer is dropped. Me and you haven't seen it. We're gonna live watch it together right here, right now on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Bear, bring it up. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Once again, boys, I thought we had a segue ahead of us. But no. no. <laughs> You're an alien. You're super powerful. Recently saved the world with your friends. How's this? What do you like to do for fun? Vengeance. Let's go. That's awesome. Do you say vengeance? more like reading or, or, or yoga. <sighs> the goal was awesome. Oh, my Let's God. Oh, my God. Wasn't it great to finally relax? I am an echidna warrior. <laughs> I only remain on Earth because I made a vow to you and the fox. So the fox. I made myself at home. Nope, we are not turning our living room into some kind of gladiator fighting pit. What is Ozzy doing here? He will be challenging his greatest enemy. This looks just like you. Yeah. Is that our mailman? <laughs> This is not a place of battle, so I will begin my quest. The mutant. Most people think I'm a joke. Is that I an orchestral version jokes. of Nuck if you buck in the background? I <laughs> make That's fucking warriors. stupid. Oh, let's go get him. Knuckles. Without his little friends, he's vulnerable. He's the key to oh, my newest creation. Oh you my god, Snively. Wait, bring me the Kid Cuddy? That is that Kid Cuddy! <laughs> what? Sorry, this lane is reserved. <laughs> you think you can take my power? Oh, that's pretty cool. Do I look like I need your power? What are you talking about? Of course he needs his power. 
the whole reason we're here. Oh shit. <laughs> Fucking hound. I made a promise. To protect <laughs> He's the riding Knuckles flying! I am ready. Oh, That's sick. Snap. Someone's about to get slapped. Hell yeah. ESPN land. I think today is gonna be a beautiful day. Hmm? Ah! You gonna rescue him? No, he must learn to rescue himself. The Nuck of Buck is such an inspired choice. Whoever, whoever like figured that out, and whoever like or, organized the orchestral remix to Nuck of Buck for a Knuckles trailer deserves a raise. I, how Fantastic are we here? Decision. How are we here getting a Knuckles TV show? It looks fun. That looks fun. Yeah, that I love the goal in the beginning. That looks awesome. Look, yeah, this looks like the quality of of where we're at with the movies. But I mean that sure. in every way possible. Like I'm very impressed with the visuals of this, and it's very interesting to me that um, obviously they made the assets and stuff for the movie, so at least some of the work is is done, and like mm -hmm. there's at least like character models. I don't know how the hell most of this shit works, but. There is at least a, a leg up there. Paramount's also doing a similar thing for um, sponsorship for uh, Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, uh -huh. where Paramount Plus is going to get a uh, a TV show in that universe, but in between the movies. So like this takes place in between Sonic Two and Sonic Three. Mm -hmm. Ninja Turtles is also doing one in between Mutant Mayhem One and Mutant Mayhem Two. Oh, okay. And I'm like, we haven't seen that yet, but like, I'm hoping that that looks way better than we expected to and closer to the movie than uh, I would have previously thought because this looks wild. Yeah. This looks super awesome. The cast is great. I love that they got Kid Cudi. I forgot about that character in the movie. Um, I forget the actor's name, but I, I loved him in Mindy Project. Um, but yeah, like that, Idris uh, Elba, of course, is turning his knuckles. Fucking fantastic. And then, yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with this villain. Is this a villain that we know? Well, so th this is the Hound from okay. Game of Thrones, the actor. Um, gotcha. But I think it's this character snively from like the cartoons and stuff Barry, bring up snively <laughs> I, I gotta i gotta he's i don't just, i didn't watch enough of the cartoons he, so i'm unaware like of snively. robotnik's like right hand man like little like fucking uh mad scientist-y type guy doesn't yeah. look like him at all but just in terms of like what they're doing yeah uh, this is a little freak right yeah now. this guy looks like a little freak but man this <laughs> that's awesome he has his hat which is crazy like that, that's right from the old Archie comics of Sonic. God. Like they they care, bless. <laughs> There's people that care. I mean, it's hard not to care about Sonic the Hedgehog. And yeah, like it's such a crazy world we live in where, you know, me and you as Sonic fans, yeah. we understand how like sick of a franchise Sonic is, right? Like just wavering in quality, but also has like some really good stuff in there, but also just like made up of a lot of weird, like edgy is not the right word for it. I guess sometimes it is the right word oh, when yeah. we talk about Shadow the Hedgehog. But I guess more so trying to be overly cool. Mm -hmm. And that's what worked for us as kids. And we allow us, ourselves as adults to look back and appreciate it for what it is. That is right? a great way to put it. That is a beautiful, beautiful way to put it. And we're still in 2024 getting, I, I don't want to say some of the best Sonic products of our lives, uh, but some no, of the best Sonic it. products of our lives. You like, can say it proudly. Okay? We're getting Sonic movies. We're getting a, a live action knuckle show. We had, it looks it looks good. We had Sonic, Sonic Prime, which I think was good for the most part. Uh, I think the last season was great. Dude, it fell off hard. Yeah, that's what I heard. I it's, didn't watch the last season. I did. Yeah, oh, well. no. But Sonic Generations, Cross Shadow Generations, 
remix <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. We're living Sonic the best Frontiers time. for me. The concert was insane. God, what a time. I, I, the Legos I, are cool. I just can't believe, yeah, that we're at this place for Sonic the Hedgehog, the franchise. Good for us. Good for us. You know what's good for you? Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Still got it. I still got it. Also, YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. You can go and get the kind of funny membership that's a lot that allows you to get shows ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash store. We've got two brand new drops for you this week. First, check out the kind of funny broadcast line. Old school telethons inspired this distressed design and collection for our annual kind of funny day campaign, which includes a t-shirt, tote bag, and coffee cup. Our cozy collection designed by Nick at Campfire Designs is also available. Get nice and snuggly in your choice of a crew neck sweatshirt and joggers and a women's cropped hoodie. These have been big hits with the team and we think you'll love them too. Both collections are available for the next two weeks on kindoffunny.com slash store. Grab them while you can. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And we're back. Who What's, is that guy? Who is that man? <laughs> I've never seen that person in our office once. <laughs> Story number three. <sighs> Ubisoft says Assassin's Creed codename Red will be released by March 2025. This is Chris Skolian at VGC. Ubisoft has stated that Assassin's Creed codename Red will be released by the end of March 2025. As part of a report on its third quarter sales for the fiscal year 2024, the publisher confirmed that the game will be released within the fiscal year 2025 between April 2024 and March 2025. The company also confirmed that Star Wars Outlaws will be released by the end of this year. Quote, moving forward, we're gearing up for a very promise, a promising lineup for fiscal year 2025, co-founder and CEO Yves Gilmour said. Quote, including the, the upcoming release of Star Wars Outlaws in 2024, which should be a major milestone in the video game industry. Wow. Uh, especially given the undeniable appeal of this legendary franchise that will be coming for the first time to the open world territory, as well as Assassin's Creed codenamed Red, set in the long-awaited Feudal Japan universe. Quote, we look, forward, uh, we look forward to revealing the full extent of the creative capabilities of Ubisoft's teams, uh, who are working hard to make these games a success that will live up to gamers' expectations. 
We'll announce the dates a bit later on, but we wanted to mark a change technologically and gameplay-wise as we're moving to a fully next-gen or current-gen, I guess we call it, with the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Series boss Mark Alexis Coat told VGC in an interview about future Assassin's Creed games at the time. Interesting. Well, a couple things here I want to break out. Star Wars Outlaws mm-hmm. being reiterated for 2024. Yep. You know, you love to hear it. Yeah, because I feel like we believe that that's the case, but we also wouldn't be shocked if it if it got pushed. I would be shocked. You would, because at this rate, like, because I, I I have conspiracy theories. Hit me. Assassin's Creed, that's a fall game. Mm-hmm. It's always a fall game. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's never not been a fall game, <laughs> except for like maybe like the spinoffs, like Assassin's Creed the the 2D ones and stuff. But like, I feel like typically uh, it's usually November. Yeah, it always comes out in the fall. Yeah, this one's gonna be no different, right? Like, there's no, I know they say, like, they say fiscal year, which fiscal year. By March 2025. Mean, techni- yeah, yeah, technically means by March 2025. Mm-hmm. But if there's a, an Assassin's Creed coming this fiscal year, that means it's coming this fall. I right? mean, that, I, I, that logic checks out to me for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm okay, with you. Cool. They're not going to drop Star Wars Outlaws and Assassin's Creed in the same period. I mean, would they not? Should they? Different question than they, would they, they? If you're doing smart business, you do not drop Assassin's Creed and Star Wars Outlaws in the same period. You like, know, maybe you separate them by a couple months, sure. Like maybe Star Wars is September and, and Assassin's Creed is November. I, the or thing about Star Wars Ubisoft, seems man. like a summer game to me. That's, and that's where I'm driving. Yeah. I think Star Wars is sooner than we think. My God. But then when would we know? We got to know soon. Right? Yeah, summer's right around the corner. Like, if this game's coming out, in I think this summer, game. What well, yeah, month are we in? I think this game is coming out in the next six months. Yeah, wow, I think, I think this is July six months, or mm-hmm. August. Okay, because I, I think July or August, especially this being just like a, a single player uh, open world game, I think that gives a couple months uh, for Assassin's Creed to breathe. You know, I'm just putting out that conspiracy. It, it is a conspiracy theory because I'm no, going yeah, off of sure. just vibes. No, no, I will just say Ubisoft, though, like looking at them and their their cadence of releases and um, like how they think about putting games out and like, stepping on each other and whatever, it seems like they don't really care too much. And it seems like for the most part, that hasn't hurt them. Like, mm. I feel like there must be examples with Watch Dogs of. I mean, what? Watch Dogs Legion came out the same time as assassin's creed valhalla yeah. i think but that was also like a launch console yeah that was ps5 launch. yeah they did that yeah. though you know and like uh last year even like assassin's creed mirage granted smaller different type of game but still like it was a a premier title for yeah. them they put that out within weeks of avatar and just i know that, that was might... like a couple months I think. yeah that was two months yeah oh well okay still like still i would put that in, in the time frame that i'm talking sure. about here yeah, yeah. about for like what september Outlawed, to december like, something like that yeah. right yeah like that i feel like those are close for how big these two games could be star wars outlaws and uh yeah assassin's creed uh red uh but avatar performed very 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 well like it sold hella copies yeah and it's like we ain't talking about that but it did i i, I think the thing that i look at this and see right is the, like they're, they're talking about having two big games this fiscal year which is Way less than the like. I, I feel like the, does Ubisoft have any? I guess Just Dance will come out and like the regular like yearly stuff for Ubisoft uh, comes out. But like, aside from that, these are the two games they're focusing on for this fiscal year. Star Wars, I think they're looking at as their crown jewel, right? Like they uh, like in this, Yves uh, had the quote talking about like including this, the upcoming release of Star Wars Outlaws, which should be a major milestone in the video game industry. 
Like they are looking at Star Wars Outlaws as like a we cannot fuck this up. So because of that, I I, I feel like your your theory is spot on. Yeah. But I think it's going to be different this time. I do. I would think Star Wars Outlaws with how much they're putting into this. I think it's going to be the big fall title, and I think that Assassin's Creed Red will be early next year, and they'll wow. they'll, they'll try to like take that spot. You know what I mean? That we always talk about that earlier spot for the big game. Just kind of shoot your shot, call it, and go for it with the Assassin's Creed that everyone's been waiting for, and it's going to be the the first current gen Assassin's Creed that's like yeah. exclusively next gen. That's and that's, that's kind of enticing lineup because right? I, I I like that I, I like that idea just for. I was listening to a, a podcast recently talking about like, uh, what, there was like a recently like a fashion event or something where like they, <laughs> I'm taking this somewhere. They sat Chris Brown next to Quavo um, at this fashion event, not realizing that both of those artists had beef with mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. And the podcast I was listening to was having an argument about like, all right, which one do you move? You know, like between Chris Brown and Quavo, like who means more to like the fashion industry or whatever like if you're one of them and you go to like the management and go hey move that other guy i have beef with him do you go no you move actually because like you're not as big as this other person when you're ubisoft and yeah. like you have assassin's creed uh -huh. that you always drop in the fall it's always successful in the fall and it usually occupies that fall spot but then star wars comes along and you want to set star wars up for success do you go all right we're going to put assassin's creed out in the spring for the first time ever because star wars outlaws is going to be bigger than what Assassin's Creed is. Is that the I, move? I almost don't think it's a question of which one's bigger. I feel like it's more which one, like how do you how do you just maximize each one of them? Because I think both are major wins in different directions, but I don't think that it is wild to say that Star Wars is is has more potential than Assassin's Creed at this point. Like mm -hmm. if, if Ubisoft nails this, they'll get the Assassin's Creed audience and the Star Wars audience, yeah. and it's a multi-platform game. Like I feel like there's so much more opportunity for like record numbers with Star Wars. So I feel like you start there of like, what's the best way to serve this game? And then Assassin's Creed, I mean, look, we've had a million of them, but again, this is the one everything's been building to, like in terms of hype and conversation and expectations, right? Like I, I don't know, I don't know if this game's gonna come out and deliver everything everyone's ever wanted. Do I think it's gonna come out and deliver the sales Ubisoft's looking for? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they the Assassin's Creed has a bit more flexibility where I don't think Assassin's Creed sells any worse in March than it does in November. Fair enough. Uh, I want to pull in some YouTube super chats real quick. Uh Alex writes in and says, ESPN the Ocho, uh, Sonic exists in the Dodgeball verse, technically. That's awesome. I Surprisingly, have never seen dodgeball. I don't know if I've seen dodgeball. I, I, uh, maybe I've seen dodgeball. The closest I got is I watched half of it on the plane. It was very funny. I think I think I might have seen it in like that sort of context too, because I I think I've seen the entire ending <laughs> to dodgeball, but I can't remember the rest of the movie. I, I like the part where they're like, if you can dodge a wrench, you you can dodge a ball. Yeah, but too. that was like in the, all the trailers. Yeah, Everybody yeah. Knows that but I, 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 if this is implying what I think it is, which is in the Knuckles trailer, the we see those dudes, Paul Shear and uh, the other guy. On the ESPN thing, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, that's the old show because that's the eight from, there. Yeah, the that's show. the same team from Dodgeball. That's really cool. Love it. Uh, Raymond says, "How's the Power World slash Pokemon discussion different from the Liza P slash FromSoft discussion?" I don't understand. I think it's I, more. I, I think this goes back to when you showed me a picture of a pal, and I thought it was Lucario. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing in Liza P where I'm like, 
oh, that's Bloodborne. It's ripping off of Bloodborne. Like, purely it's inspired by Bloodborne and, like, viewers close in a lot of regards. But, like, yeah. I think the argument with Power World is that some of those models might literally just be Pokemon. Yeah. There's a difference between it looks like and it is. Yeah. I'm not looking at a little, little Pinocchio over there and being like, oh, dude, that's the hunter from Bloodborne, you know? Yeah. It's just little, it's just little t- but also that was, in the conversation we were having earlier, like that's not even like my point when I, that I was making about um, uh, Power World in regards to like um, yeah, Fortnite so, and stuff. Yeah. Also, I was more so talking about how Fortnite takes things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, that's not like not in like a criminal way, right? Like I don't think they're illegally taking anything. Listen, I'm not a lawyer, but yeah, like and I, I won't get into that. Anyway, I think <laughs> <laughs> you just bring up Quavo again. <laughs> Let's go back to Chris on Quavo. All right, which one are you moving? Um, but no, it was more so like. You know, about Fortnite, I think a lot of it, you know, after PUBG got big as a battle royale, guess what? Fortnite later that year launches its battle royale mode. Uh, uh, well, Realm Royale launches or uh, like comes out with certain features. Fortnite takes them. Apex is the same thing. Fortnite takes them, right? And like, again, I think a lot of it is inspiration. And a lot of it is, I, I also think at the same time, a lot of it is, oh man, that thing works that they're doing in the other game, put it in Fortnite. And more people notice it in Fortnite because everybody's playing Fortnite. Uh, I digress. Let's move on to our next story. Story number four. Toys for Bob's future is unclear amid studio closure and layoffs. This is Kat Bailey at IGN. The future of Toys for Bob is uncertain after the closure of its studio in Nevada, California, part of the fallout from Xbox's recent Activision Blizzard acquisition that has resulted in roughly 1,900 layoffs. The San Francisco Chronicle reports that 86 workers have been laid off from the studio best known for Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, and Skylanders. It's unclear what impact these changes will have on the long-term future of Toys for Bob. Numerous publishers across the games industry have been laying off employees and shuttering facilities as they work or as they focus on remote work. Uh, IGN has reached out to Activision for comment. It's just, I hate it. I hate all the parts about this. And like this came out yesterday and then like immediately everyone's like, hey, it's not true. They're not closing. Like they're closing the actual physical studio. They're not closing the space. And like, Bless, we're in a, a really, really bad place right now. Yeah. <laughs> As a people. You know, like, I, I just, I can't, I don't understand how people can be so just buck wild in their, the way that they hear information and then decide to take it and then decide to go talk to people about it online. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the amount of tweets I got yesterday. Dude, I've been stressed out the last week. <laughs> I I'm 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 concerned for people. I'm yeah. I'm really concerned for people out there. Like it's just it's so 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 scary to me. Be good to each other. Just be good to each other and just like goddamn, don't be fucking weirdos about stuff. Mm-hmm. Always be weirdos out there. Stop it. Um, I hate this. Toys for Bob are awesome, and I feel like no matter what way you shake this, it's like this to me is just continued evidence of the Activision teams that I've cared about for so long just being treated like shit mm. and whether or not this is uh the this is not supporting this studio this is not good news for toys for bob yeah. and like whether or not it, the, the entire studio is closing which so far doesn't seem like is the case but doesn't it seem like we're working towards that doesn't it seem like that is inevitably <laughs> a story coming up soon because that's kind of where i'm at with it i mean i think it's a lot of shakeups that are happening right and like way it's the same with a lot of embrace embracer stuff where like you see like oh half the studio is being laid off and whether or not that means studio closure regardless that means that this team is just going to be different now right like toys for bob isn't going to operate as toy for bob toys for Bob. Uh, i can't say it toys for bob has operated in the last like five ten years or however long it's been right like this is you're not going to see this studio make the same kind of games in the same way because what 86 people that's a lot of people yeah so 
Um, Bender Sen says, or just Toys for Rob will support Call of Duty for the time being. So yesterday, this shit drops. Mm-hmm. I, I see the tweet. I quote tweet it, and I say, fuck this. Because like I'm upset about this because, again, any of these stories are just fucking so tiring for us to have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Toys for Rob is a team that I know and really appreciate their work, and I have over the years. And on top of that, I look at the Vicarious Visions. I look at the Beanox. I look at the fucking High Moon Studios. All of these Activision shit that we've talked for years about how they've changed in one by one, getting turned into Call of Duty, getting turned into Overwatch and all this stuff. And then I just get all these fucking weirdos in my replies just being like, I, oh, I, you're the problem with with news right now. It's like, your fault. You need, to, you need to take this tweet down. Are you not going to put up a, a, a statement correcting yourself? What are you talking about? Dude, I, I forget the tweet. I made, oh, I made a quote tweet um, that went viral, which is wild because I was not, I do not, be, I, like, it was a tweet that I was definitely not trying to go viral with, but it was, um, fuck, what was it? It was something that got like 20K, like, like uh, um, likes oh and like a Lord. bunch of responses of people being mad. Oh, it was about Power World. It's a Power World thing. It was basically like VGC had an article that was talking about how a lot of people are accusing um, uh, Power World of using AI and how that could possibly be like you know lifting um, a lot of the Nintendo Pokemon models and all this stuff, right? And like none of it was definitive. It was a lot of like, hey, a lot of people are linking these things coming from comments from the creator, developer, and all that stuff, right? So I quote tweeted and said that um, uh, it's like essentially Power World could be like a, a big factor in um like the regulation the regulation of ai and video games if nintendo gets involved mm-hmm. which is not me saying that power world is 100 definitively using ai or anything like that right it was more so hey if this is true if then this is true and then this happens yeah then and then this, this will happen, happen then this will happen right when I, that tweet went viral for some reason i was not trying to go viral with it i was hoping it would reach just my audience but it went beyond my audience and I was getting tweets from people being like, oh, yeah, this is up for, like, a Twitter uh, review. Like, what do they call it when, like, um, oh, Twitter notes or Twitter? Uh, yeah, like community, community notes. Community notes, yeah. yeah. So it was like, oh, this is being reviewed for community notes. And I'm like, I didn't say anything factual. Like, I didn't say that Power World's using AI. I just said if this thing's happening, then this thing is happening. What are we doing here? Like, we can't talk anymore. We can't it's be really people weird, anymore. It's, like, it's it, weird. It's absolutely, absolutely fucking weird. And yeah, I ignored them on, on Twitter, too. I'm not going to. I muted hell, motherfuckers. Just done. You're done. Bye. You're done. You're done. You're done. Uh, but yeah, no, this this is, uh, again, just continuing news that isn't good. No matter how you frame this, this is not good. And I do not have faith in Toys for Bob's future. Like, that's that's how I'm feeling right now. And I, I would love more than anything to be proved wrong about this. Story number five. FTC files complaint against Microsoft over recent Xbox layoffs. This is Justin Carter at Game Developer. The regulatory battle over Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard isn't over yet. Per The Verge, the FTC has filed a complaint after the Xbox maker laid off 1,900 employees in January. In its complaint, the FTC claims Microsoft contradicted an earlier promise to maintain a pre-merger status quo. It wants the acquisition paused until it completes a proper antitrust evaluation. By eliminating overlapping positions, Microsoft went back on its word. As such, Activision Blizzard isn't actually operating independently, making it hard for the FTC to, quote, order effective relief in potential administrative proceedings. Last summer, the FTC filed a lawsuit and injunction against Microsoft to prevent the merger. Both failed, but it argues the new layoffs underscore our need for injunctive relief. Now, this story uh, uh, went up. It was making the rounds. Uh, We have an update on it from VGC. Microsoft's lawyers have responded to the FTC's claim, saying its factual assertions are incomplete and misleading. In a letter forwarded to VGC, Microsoft's lawyers claim that Activision Blizzard was planning to make large-scale layoffs even if the acquisition hadn't gone ahead, noting that job cuts have been occurring across the industry as a whole. Quote, 
Consistent with broader trends in the gaming industry, Activision was already planning on eliminating a significant number of jobs while still operating as an independent company, they claim. Quote, the recent announcement thus cannot be attributed fully to the merger. End quote. Tim, some big business happening here. Some big, uh, like, lawyer shit <laughs> and legal shit that I know isn't our expertise necessarily. Yeah. But fascinating nonetheless just for how like the saga that we've gone through in the last yep. couple of years of this acquisition happening and i think you know not none of this is surprising a lot of unfortunate shit and the more like unruly things that are uncovered and talked about like i feel like it's just gonna get even more mm. like i don't think we're out of the woods or even close to it when it comes to the the, the story of the legal battle <laughs> that went down mm -hmm. uh over the last couple of years um and yeah I, I feel like in addition to that we are in a horrible time for the industry in terms of layoffs and in terms of what the the vision and plan for the future is so those two things coinciding like the acquisitions and the um i can't think of a better word than desire to lay people off at this point mm -hmm. uh put those things together and it's like yeah there's going to be a lot of timing and coincidences but then also legit cases of using it's opportunities, yeah. which is shady as fuck. It's like again, like neither of us are the lawyers or know this like the um, legal, like how how all the all the pieces fit into this. But it is it is interesting from the side of like I can see both sides of the issue in terms of yeah, Activision is probably already going to lay people off. That said, you did start your um, acquisition of Activision in what like twenty twenty one. Like it's been years at this point. At one point, did that start? Because it definitely, I, I would assume that the Activision layoffs were not planned before you started this acquisition. Yeah, but, but also, how much does that matter? That when, and this brings in the, the way acquisitions work is like you need to just function business as usual. Yeah. So you can't be making choices with the knowledge that you're gonna be acquired. So it's like that does create weird complications. But, but like that's a weird one. And then also the um, when they laid off the, like the 1900 people, Microsoft did say I, I forget if it was Phil Spencer or somebody else, but somebody did say that like oh yeah, this is a result of like redundancies and roles and stuff like that. And so like they have come out and said that, oh yeah, this is because we are, you know, merging Again, a lot of this I think shit. it's all happening simultaneously, right? Yeah. Like I feel like that is true as well as this, as well as a multitude of other uh, ways to lay people off. Yeah. Tim, you just talked about a lot of big news, but if mm -hmm. I wanted something smaller, say the tiniest news I needed to know about, where would I go? You go to our last story, the Wii News Channel, where we cover all the small news items you need to know about. Now it's time for story number six, Wii News. From software owner, Kadokawa has bought Octopath Traveler Studio Acquire. They've acquired Acquire. Huh. Uh, Persona 3 Reload sold- oh, Hold on, Acquire? Acquire, yeah. I've never heard of Acquire. Like, yeah, well, Traveler what was their Octopath Traveler was published by Square Enix, yeah. right? So, like, I guess Square must have partnered with Acquire to make the game. I did, I did not, I was not aware of that either. So that's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Persona 3 Reload sold a million copies worldwide within its first week, becoming the fastest-selling game in Atlas history. Hell yeah. Barry, we're getting those Persona 2 and Persona 4 remakes. <laughs> well, Persona 2 will most likely be uh, like a like an HD remaster kind of thing, which I actually don't mind. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the the original artwork from those games. I would love like an HD uh, 2D kind of thing for for those games. That would be sick. That'd be pretty cool. Persona 4 rerun, take it to the fucking bank, bless. But it's also I'm just I'm just really excited, despite the the. Um, the Persona kind of hipsters out there who uh, hate Persona 5 because of how much it popularized the franchise. I'm personally excited because 
you know, it did a lot for, you know, opening up the way for people to experience the, the other games. So, yeah, let's go. I'm I want to look into this more, this this acquire situation, because there's uh -huh. a couple things here that are interesting, like looking at it from software owner Katakawa has bought Octopath Traveler. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with Katakawa? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, from software. Like, I don't know if they own from software, but they definitely like- Well, yeah, they own they, from they software own, own, owner, yeah. and then they also seem to be like a film production thing. They did Your Name and Weathering With You and mm -hmm. all those movies. So that's interesting. Just yeah. a, a big corporation we haven't normally talked yeah, about Yeah, we usually here. don't talk about. Like, talking about just from, talk software about from software owners though. Like, that's interesting. And then just thinking about like, Acquiring acquire the team that made Octopath Traveler. Hmm. This just seems bizarre to me. Co-developed with a business with unit 11. 69 or uh, two? 11. I think it's 11. I don't know. Wait, but. how many business units are there? I don't fucking know. There's a, see, this is the thing, man. I just don't know a lot of this shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I assume that like created business. Was it 13 that made um 16? Three. Was it three? Three? I think it was three. Never mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm going crazy. No, it's okay. It was it's two. It's not eleven. It's Roman numeral two. Yeah, I was gonna say because I remember three's uh, logo does the three Roman numeral. Halo season two, episodes one and two are out today on Paramount Plus. Uh, Homeworld three has been delayed to May thirteenth, twenty twenty four, and then Helldivers two is out today on play on PC and PlayStation five, and that's it. That's it for Wii News. Man, we you cut it. that real abruptly. Bah! <laughs> Uh, Tim, let's see what super chats we got left. We got yeah. Let's see what we got. Uh, let me scroll back up. Uh, Raymond says, "Tim, what's the best Sonic game, and why is it two? It's Sonic Mania. It definitely is. Mm. Um, I, I really, <laughs> I'm a sicko, man. After that concert, I replayed a whole bunch of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, Sonic Mania, man. It, it, it it's the answer. But shout out to Sonic Two. I, I feel like, like in terms of the nostalgia favorite, two, two is my pick." Yeah, uh, Sonic 2 is my favorite of the original trilogy, for sure. But yeah, Sonic Mania, I think, is the best one. Yeah, but even if we're talking best, though, like Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and it's between that and Mania, but I think it's Mania at the end of the day. Uh, Dear Sixlet says, Tim, did you notice at the Temple of the Ancients in in the trailer? In the tra Oh, I see what you did there. In the trailer, uh, Sang puts a sphere in a pedestal exactly like the Cloister Trials from Final Fantasy X. I did. Mm -hmm. But it was one of those things where I was like, I, I, I couldn't piece together where I remember it from. And then afterwards, I saw somebody on, on Twitter posting. And I was like, oh, interesting. Now, bless. Here's the thing. Like, uh -huh. I know that Final Fantasy VII is getting very complicated where it's like it used to just be a game. And then there was the, the movies and sequels and all that stuff. And then now there's the remake that's kind of like also a sequel and all that shit. So it's getting a little confusing. Mm -hmm. But every Final Fantasy stands alone right? entirely. Yeah. Right. Like, you know that. Like every Final, Final Fantasy like, one and two. Yeah. And three the main and four. Yeah, yeah. 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 But what if I told you that like there's a very popular fan theory that has a lot of evidence that they just keep giving even more of that seven and ten are in the same universe? No way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. And and there, there's a, enough like concrete things. Like, there's a dude named Shinra in ten, and like generationally it could add up. And then there's like flashback scenes in in a remake when mm -hmm. you like when you're in the Shinra building and like you're seeing a bunch of shit. It's like. It very, very much looks like outfits from Final Fantasy X. So there's a lot of like potential, like, are they connected more Tim. than we think? Are they trying to connect it? And this thing that they're talking about here could very much connect them. Tim, what if we see the invention of Blitzball in I mean, either Rebirth or the next one? I mean, we saw the invention of uh, the summons in 16, you know? 
Think about it. What, I, what, what, when are they, they going to make a them. Final Fantasy game that's like the one that ties them all together? The one that explains all we the did. lore? The Cydia. The fighting game. <laughs> You're lying. The Cydia, the, the fighting game? Yeah. Have you ever played? Have you seen the Cydia? It's not good. It's, I mean, uh, it's a PSP game. But like, it was really good on PSP. See, I thought it was Stranger of Paradise. I don't know if you ever finished Stranger of Paradise. <sighs> they had, there's some implications yeah. at, the of, at the end of that game. Yeah, That is so funny. I didn't yeah. watch a video of that. Uh, and then one more. The Portland Kevin says, uh, Legendary Tales is out on PSVR 2 and getting stellar reviews. The studio Urban Wolf spent all their funding making the game. They deserve our support. Uh, Bear, can you bring up a trailer of Legendary Tales? And while you do that, I'm going to bring up You're Wrong. Were you right in? Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. globe, globe, globe. Um, Drew, you're on thin ice, buddy. But Drew says, hi, Tim and Bless. So sorry to use your wrong for this, but definitely think it's up Tim's alley. Season two for Halo series is out and sitting at over a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. I just wanted to show the season two intro and get Tim's reaction. We're not going to do all that because we're running out of time. Um, but people you know. seem into it. Like the people that can be like, all right, cool. This is its own thing. It's not the Halo games told. It seems like they're liking season two so far. I, I think I'm out. Your wrong is on. It's for your wrongs. <laughs> I let Drew slide because he seems nice, but you're on thin ice. <laughs> uh, Spice says Disney is investing in Epic, not just doing a collab. They're spending $1.5 billion uh, to just make Marvel. Oh, they aren't spending $1.5 billion to just make Marvel Island and Fortnite. I mean, Lego spent $2 billion with Sony to make a Lego Fortnite. So Yeah, but I mean, the, the thing that you need to realize there is... We're not just talking about putting them in Fortnite. We're talking about putting their marketing materials in Fortnite. This mm -hmm. is a $1.5 million marketing play into a, a vast community of, of wanting players. There are people that want content, and Disney has content to show them. It's like, advertising. Where are we at with Disney content? All right, I'll say what everybody's thinking. I'm, I'm so happy you're so <laughs> brave. <laughs> like, when, I, when, I, when I watched the trailer, and it was avatar <laughs> mcu espn i saw all that stuff and i was like you know what i don't need to boot up fortnite for this <laughs> like avatar is that where we're at like why is avatar on the same thing as mcu first of all and then also i'm bored about the mcu <sighs> give yeah. me something exciting you know yeah Star Wars, I it's get, I, I, I get, like, but well, I mean, like, congratulations. I get, I know. Like, it's not, it's not a like a crazy I, take or anything. <laughs> I know, very milk toast taste right now. Uh, I know, but I know there's still people gonna be mad anyway. But I like, know. and also, listen, I know y'all love Rebels and y'all love Andor. Like, I acknowledge Star that Wars is fun, but it's not. Like, I acknowledge that there's great up. Star Wars things, but also I look at that and I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'm just, I think I'm just burnt out by IP. Uh, yeah, I, totally I, I just can't. I, I feel like there's too much crossover and too much collaboration. Yeah, and I took it to some like, like. Over the years, right? I've been able to handle it. I've been able, I've been getting excited about it. Let's fucking go. Solid, solid Snake and all this shit. But yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, Avatar, Star Wars, MC. I'm like, I've seen all this shit, dude. I'm so tired. Yeah? I'm so exhausted. <laughs> Make something new. I enjoy in your life. I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, Zaxxon Galaxian says Katakawa is a major publisher of anime and manga manga. Uh, so unless you're really into that, you wouldn't recognize them. Um, Bandar Sen says missed Wii news. Uh, Yoko Shimomura has been given a GDC Lifetime Achievement Award. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Dude, that is super rad. 
Uh, Bain Resten says there are four Square Enix creative business units. There's Final Fantasy. Uh, okay, there's one which is making uh, seven remake in Kingdom Hearts four. There's two which handles near Dragon Quest and Octopath. There's three that handles FF fourteen and sixteen, and then there's four that handles M- Mana and remasters. And that's it for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tim? Wait, did Barrett Bear ever bring up the thing? I did. I played it for a while. It, oh, was, it was a trailer from it. the State of Play, and we were like, oh, this game looks cool, but they also showed it right next to um, uh, a more impressive-looking PSVR game. It was the one where, like, a lot of, like, skeletons oh, and shit. Yeah, it's the one that, like, it was the one that I was very mean to. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, listen, I, I, was, I was wrong. But also, I said I hoped it's fun. It sounds like it's fun. So, let's go. Of course, this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about live on youtube twitch and on podcast services around the globe if you love what we do please support us with the kind of funny membership on patreon or youtube to get all of our shows ad free watch us record them live and get a daily exclusive show until next time game daily